The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Man, oh man, it has been a hell of a week, and it's starting off with a pop. That's right, Richard Seymour is supposed to be blowing into town. We'll talk about that. And the new member of the Slap-A-Hoe tribe, Sean Merriman, and his troubles here on show 246. Well, Raider Nation, the Raider Nation podcast will be traveling to Kansas City. That's right. We're going to go to KC, and we're going to go to the Big Sombrero. That's right, to see the Oakland Raiders beat down the Kansas City condiments. That's right. And we're going to be at McFadden's Sports Saloon at 1330 Grand Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri. That's 816-471-1330. Check it out. They we're going to be partying there for two nights, the 19th and hopefully the night of the 20th, because we're going to go there for some victory post-game. And there'll be, of course, a tailgate, the first annual Raider World Order invasion of Harrowhead. I love it. I love it. It's in Lot N, RV, and bus area. you got to check it out. 20 bucks. Get there. they got T-shirts, raffles, and they will be Raider Nation. And that's the biggest, most important thing, especially when you're in hostile territory. So check it out. We'll be there, Randy and I. We're going to be checking out the fans and those red-faced Elvis Presleys. Whatever. All right, on to the show. Today's stories, we'll start off with mayhem for Merriman. That's right. Another controversy for the uh, Lights Out Geek. We'll talk about him and Tila Tequila. Check that name out, folks. You gotta love it. We're gonna talk about Monday Night Mayhem. Could we be victorious on Monday night? That's the pregame for the San Diego Chargers, nutless, boltless Chargers. And a story that you've all been waiting for. Guess what? You're toast! That's right. Richard Seymour was booted, actually, just trapdoored out of the team. Uh, we'll talk about that, and he's supposed to be coming to Oakland. And word is, there's a little bit of controversy. No kidding. We'll hit the bone line, and that should be it for the show, folks. So let's get into it right now, because we got a whole lot of callers on that bone line. So it's cutting into my action, really. I don't care. The bone line's awesome. So check out our first story. Mayhem for Merriman. Well, okay, Sean Merriman has been charged with battery and, uh, well, kidnapping really is what it ends up to be, and that would be two, count them, two felonies, two felonies and one. Yes, but allegedly he was trying to stop his four-foot-six-inch 
midget of a girlfriend, Tila Tequila, or how'd you like to bring her home to mom and dad? Mom and dad, this is Tila Tequila. <laughs> My folks have spent a year just trying to figure out her name. I can't even believe it. Anyway, officially, Sean Merriman has joined and a big part of the Slapaho tribe. Change my pitch up, smack my bitch up. I said, change my pitch up, smack my bitch up. Change my pitch up, smack my bitch up. Yes, he said he started to uh, keep his girlfriend, Tila, from driving home drunk. And in the process, the six foot six, 325 pound lineman subdued her. With a left hook and a right cross. <laughs> oh my gosh. But in reality, yes, this might be one of those things that happen to star athletes get involved with losers. That's right, Sean. You should know better than be involved with a skank like Tila Tequila. Yes, who had her own show that had not only chicks, but dudes vying for attentions because she can't figure out what the hell. She really is. So that's the kind of woman you want to bring home to mom, too. Look, mom, it's Tila Tequila from the famous show on TV. Yeah, that's right. The girls and guys try to get with her. Yes, she is a skank mom. Yes, she is a ho-diddly dad. Well, what else can I say? Definitely wouldn't bring her home to mom and dad. And she is a super skank and is one of the a Raider Nation podcast forum member said she has more mileage on her seat. Well, people ride her like a bicycle, a village bicycle for that matter. I love it. And pretty typically for the marshmallow franchise of the AFC West, the Golden Children, the ones that are crowned already with the AFC West title, the San Diego Chargers. Uh, I'm sure that Merriman will get a bye until he's convicted and or uh, something happens legally. So we can all forget about him being suspended, at least for the Raiders game, and perhaps uh, later on something. But it's just funny. <laughs> if this had happened in Oakland, it would have been a big deal. But it's very, very quiet there in Chargerland. Except when it comes to selling tickets and seats, boy, they are just begging. And I mean begging people to buy tickets. I love it a contender for the possible AFC championship, perhaps a Super Bowl, and they can't even sell tickets. You got to just love the San Diego fans, the weakest in any sport by far. And that is that. And don't you come back no more. What you say? Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Richard, can you come into my office for a second, please? Sure, Bill. What's up? Well, you know we like you, but... Pack your shit. Get the fuck out of here. You've just been traded to the Oakland Raiders. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Well, allegedly, that's how it went down. I could see Richard Seymour now sitting at the dinner table with his wife, looking at TV and saying, Wow, look, Richard Seymour was what? Just traded to the Oakland Raiders? For a first-round draft pick in 2011? That's right. That's right, Raider Nation. Richard Seymour is now an Oakland Raider on paper. 
Allegedly. It seems like there is yet another snafu and another dysfunctional point to the preseason. <laughs> Just before we start, a week before we play San Diego, we've given away our first-round draft pick for the 29-year-old Seymour, five-time Pro Bowl defensive end for the New England Patriots, our new buddies in the East. Seems we've been doing quite a bit of business with those guys, and it seems to me, this Raider fan, that they have gotten over in each fucking deal. That's right. I guess I have to go on a tirade because I am. What the hell and whose fucking idea was this? First of all, it's a guy who has no ambitions or desires to come to Oakland in the last year of his contract. That's correct. The last year of his contract. I can imagine his surprise when his coach pulled him in the office and said, you're out of here, and not only are you out of here, but you're going to go to a team that has been dysfunctional for six seasons straight and one that Randy Moss sure hasn't given any love to in that locker room since he arrived. Thank you so very much. Can I have another? Literally, in the ass. Well, I have to say this. How would you feel? How would you feel as a player that goes on the field with his team and has a good chance of winning each and every game and expects to, going from that to a team that has sputtered and sputtered and futtered its way through the last six seasons? Well, I know how I'd feel. I'd be freaking pissed. Plus the fact that I have to leave my city, move my family, and all the other unpleasantries that go along with the game. Yes, it's the game and it's a business. All the cliches hold true, but the individual still is a guy, still is a human being, still puts his feet into his shoes just like you and me. You can imagine his displeasure at finding out this information. Rich Gannett said it itself on Sirius NFL Radio. There's no doubt that he's pissed and disappointed. No kidding. How would you feel about this trade if you were involved? Well, I'll tell you how I feel. I think it was a fucking ripoff. Why would we give this kind of money to a guy that can stay around like Randy Moss, D'Angelo Hall, Javon Walker for now, and make all the money and not put in the effort to play? Randy Moss is a perfect example of someone who has no dignity or self-respect and can play well for a team as soon as he leaves another team. What kind of football player is that? I say a weak-ass one. We don't need another Randy Moss. We don't need another D'Angelo Hall. And the fact that the Raiders went out and got a sour, disgruntled defensive lineman that, yes, has potential to be one of the best in history, but with back and leg problems, I just don't know if he's worth a number one pick in 2011. I just don't understand it, and I'm sure you don't either. But this Raider fan, of course, we can all put the sugar on it and the cherry on top, and if you put enough sugar on a piece of shit, it certainly will taste sweet, nonetheless, like a piece of shit. A sweet piece of shit, I guess. That's what we have here. I just don't see him doing anything. He hasn't reported to Oakland because he's pissed. He's waiting for another contract from the Raiders, I'm sure, because he's pissed. He's going to want to be overpaid because he's fucking pissed. He's not going to be want to move out here because it's inconvenient and he's fucking pissed. Richard Seymour has a right to be pissed off. 
and he has a right to be pissed at Bill Belichick and the Patriot Rats, not at the team that wants him, the Oakland Raiders. And I know that he's pissed, but just think about the value we've given up for him. He's got to realize that the Oakland Raiders have given up a first-round draft pick for him. That's right. Doesn't that make you feel good? That make me feel pretty damn good that the Raiders gave something like that up for me. The fact that when he talks to Al Davis and sits down and has a man-to-man, you know what Davis is going to make him see. He's going to make him see that this is the Raiders and this is how we take players and make championship teams. This is how we took players like Ten Hedricks and Rich Gannon. Rod Woodson, Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Charlie Garner, the list goes on and on and on of guys that were in their twilight of their career and then blew out for another six years and just became champions on top of champions for the Oakland Raiders. Let's just hope, and my hope is, that that Seymour becomes the pivotal point in our defense. He becomes the rock in which the rest of the defense stands that he becomes that piece that we've been missing that makes our defense solid and unpenetrable to run forces or plays up the middle. I hope that he is the guy to put the pressure on. Take the double team. Force the double team. Allow other players to make plays. Kelly, you know, Trevor Scott. Allow the defense to do something. Allow the defense to make a move. Allow the defense to make a statement. Allow the defense to stop the third and long. Allow the defense to let the offense do their magic. That's what my hope is with Richard Seymour. I hope it happens. Welcome to the Raiders, Padna. You are now Raider Nation. Embrace it, man. Come on in because you're going to get one hell of a welcome when the Mecca opens up opening day, San Diego. Let's kick some ass. And that is all I have to say about that. Let's get ready to rumble! The Clash of the Titans. That's right, Raider Nation. The Titans of the ASC West, I will say this season, are the Oakland Raiders versus the San Diego Boltless, Nutless, Chargeless Chargers. Monday Night Football for all the world to see will be a contest of wills where the AFC West will be decided on the first game of the season, that I can tell you. And there's more to come. So get ready! I mean, get ready! Are you ready for some football? A Monday night invasion? Yeah, there's a rockin' Randall Hank with a special alert Well, Raider Nation, this is a classic David versus Goliath story. I'm not going to sugarcoat things and say our team has a great chance of winning. I'm not going to sugarcoat things and say the San Diego Chargers are a terrible team because we all know different. We all know that our hearts will be in our throats when the ball is kicked off and we can all pray for a great outcome. I know that the house will be packed with screaming Raider Nation. The parking lot will be packed with the nation, and people will be having a blast. That's part of the whole show. It's part of why we are Raider fans. Now, the team itself, I just 
I just <laughs> I just keep hearing how San Diego is going to have a walk in the park through Oakland. It's not a secret that San Diego fan is thinking that it's going to happen. It's coming down, and LaDamian Tablitson is going to be able to run his magic along with Darren Sproles and the Royd man, yes, the new member of the Slapaho tribe. Sean Merriman will be there in all his glory and hopefully will break his knee. Well, at least hurt it. <laughs> Rip him off and beat him with it, I say. I, for one, am sick and frickin' tired of losing on Monday night. Yes, the odds are not the best, but like every Raider fan at the beginning of each season, we hold hope. We hold on to hope because that's what we have. Our team has gone through some major changes yet again this offseason, and we're looking forward to something better than the past. We can only get better. We can only hope that our defense has improved. We can only hope that preseason was not a prelude to this game. However, do you, if you think the Saints were, were a good team, the Chargers are ever bit as good, if not better, and their weapons are equal to, if not better, than the Saints. Yes, it was preseason. And that's what I say, too. I just pray that Tom Cable can just induce some type of magic to bring the will and the desire of players past. Marcus Allen, Stabler, Plunkett, those who have fought hard and long and sweat blood and tears to make things happen for this team in the past, I pray that we can kick that spirit and move it into the Coliseum for this game because my ass will be in a seat, Patna, along with thousands and thousands of screaming Raider fans there to support their team. I just pray that their team understands that we are not there to play around. I hope that we show them and kick them in the teeth with every weapon we have. Now let's just take a look. Man for man and player for player, they have a better team. That is just the way it is. But just like last season, when the Texan game was out of reach and there's no way the Raiders could win that game, we were successful. We were not only successful, we were dominant. And then the Tampa Bay game came. And there we go. The Oakland Raiders have no chance against a playoff contender in the NFC. And look what happened. We not only beat them, we came back to beat them late in the fourth quarter, and that shows something about character, and that is what I think the Raiders got last season. I haven't seen it this preseason, and you haven't seen it this preseason. We don't know how the players will play, but I know one thing. If they play with the heart that they played those last two games in, we'll have a competitive game. All I ask for is a competitive contest of two Titans, leaving it all on the field, 110%, every play, every down. The last thing I want to see is a blowout. At least the Raiders should be able to hold their heads up high, and actually the fans should be able to hold their heads up high and say, well, at least we didn't get a beating and we put some shellacking on those guys. That's what I have to say about it. There's not much more I can go into as far as stats go because, like I said, the contest has been settled in the sports media world. The Raiders are supposed to lose, and I'm sure by at least two touchdowns, that that's what I imagine the point spread's going to be. You can never count out a division rival. The Raiders have done it in the past, and they can do it again. 
I am sure that the Raiders are sick and frickin' tired of losing football games on the first game of the season. I am sure that the Raiders are tired of letting their fans down and hearing a throng of boos, which is unheard of, come across the Coliseum. I will tell you this. When the Seagulls start to gather above the Coliseum at the end of the game, when the parking lot lights are on and the fireworks are blaring because of our victory, I will be eternally grateful for the spirit's past. I'll be grateful for a coach that can inspire his team to play beyond their their means and go to the next level besides themselves and play hard and play for a fan base that deserves every bit of sweat, blood, and tears they have to give and more. Raider Nation, the new season starts Monday, and I pray, as you should, that our team comes and competes, competes with heart, competes with passion, and competes the will to win and bring this victory home to its fans at home at the Coliseum for the first time in a very long time. Fans deserve a victory, and that is all I have to say about that. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one one eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. Well, it was the Raider Nation suicide hotline, and now it's not. It might come back. It's back to the bone line, folks. That's right, man. And we got a lot of callers, and it's great that we're getting so many calls. Don't stop calling. We can only put so many on the show, and you understand. So, our first caller will be my good friend. And yours with the sword. Put him to the sword. Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. Well, guys, another disappointing pre-season. Nothing good that uh, I can see coming out of uh, Oakland at the moment uh, in the quarterback, running backs, defense, coaches. Oh, the only good thing in Oakland is the fan base, and uh, we're being tried to the limit with what's going on on the field at the moment. I really don't know what the answer is. I listened to uh, uh, the games uh, with the commentary here in the UK, and obviously it was in the middle of the night, stroke early morning, when we were listening to the game, especially the Seattle game. And when you listen to Greg Papper and you listen to Tom Flores and that, you would think that the, there's nothing wrong, that everything's fine, that everything's good in, in Raider land, and that uh, we've got hope and optimism that this is going to be a good season still. But I just can't see it. I mean, I just cannot see where something's going to good, come good from Germany or any of them at the moment. And as I say, the, the way that we've drafted for the last seven, eight years, and the way that the team's put together, the way that they're acting as a team, the way they perform, the lack of effort, um, I just don't know where, we, where, where we're going. Uh, the only good thing is that obviously, uh, you know, as, as a nation, we stick together. We, we're, we're in this together. We don't uh, jump ship like lots of other fans. So we, we have a season to look forward to. We have to uh, make the most of it. We have to be optimistic. We have to be hopeful um, and see where we go from there. It's less than five weeks now to uh, when Big Dave Chapman, my Sarah and myself uh, head out to New York City. So the Crusader Raider will be in full costume in Giant Stadium uh, with the uh, other Raider fans there in New York City. Uh, you know, I, when, when I booked these tickets six months ago and everything was, was, was there, I was so optimistic about Tom Cable, so optimistic that we would have a good season. But uh, 
um, now, who knows? Who knows where we are? I haven't reached phoning the suicide line yet or the, the Samaritans or, or phone a friend on who wants to be a millionaire to find out what the answer is to the Raiders' problem. But, you know, there is problems. Uh, you know, we are in, in a real uh, bad mess, and I don't know how we're going to come out of it. Um, and all I can do is, is sort of represent the nation when I go to New York City, spread the word that the nation's still strong, that we're, we're, we're fighting on despite the efforts of our team and our coaches and our owners and our staff and everything is just oh, disappointing guys disappointing and then after that obviously we head down to, to Oakland in, in November for the Chiefs and Bengals games which now might be two of the two of the three or four games that I think we're going to win this season because from what I've seen so far um, I thought we'd go 8-8 eight and eight this year but now we'd be lucky if we make 4-12 and 12 or 3-13 and 13 or even worse but uh, I try to remain positive guys it's very very difficult I mean obviously in the UK we can only rely upon what we're told from the media what we read on the websites what we hear um, and I believe the true voice is, is when we hear fans on this bone line ringing in and telling the story as it is uh, rather than some uh, uh, propaganda that's put out by the team or the media to, to, to dress up what is obviously a mess in Oakland. Guys, really looking forward to seeing you all. Hopefully get together at Ricky's. Hopefully see you at the Crab Feed. Uh, looking forward to partying with you guys. Looking forward to partying with the guys in New York City. Trying to keep upbeat. Let's all uh, hope that something happens. You never know. Raider Nation, this is Keith Smith of Crusader Raider. Wishing you all well. Hope you all have a great time on Monday Night Football with the Chargers and give them some stick from me here in London. Go Raiders. Yeah, well, the nation's kind of bummed because we've had kind of a funk here lately. And I know that preseason's not very good. And yeah, there's a lot of fingers to be pointed everywhere. But man, like you said, we all have to get it together. I do too. And get ready for this Monday night. And go in there knowing that we can win. And these guys got to believe it too. We got to bring it. We got to bring our A game. And that's just the way it is. And we'll just let the chips fall where they may. But uh, we got to be positive. Thanks for the call, my brother. November's coming. We're going to party down the crab feed. You guys, I'm telling you, these guys are party machines. And so you got to get together. We're going to get together at Ricky's. Uh, our date to be announced. We're going to get it together. All right. Who's next? Lo and behold, my friend and yours, the great, the incomparable, C. Money! Raider Greg, Raider Andy, my brothers, what's up? It's C. Money. Hey, man, listen, I just got done listening to the podcast, The Massacre at the Mecca, man. What a fucking blowout, man. I knew it. I told you, brothers, I was watching it live, man, on fucking NFL Network. They were showing it live, man. I told you, just the first quarter, they were mashing us out. Hey, I feel your pain, brother. And you know what? Never hold back on your on what you fucking say on their show, bro, because your show was fucking hot. I love it. I love it. Express yourself. Let it be known, man, that they're fucking killing us, man. The fucking organization's killing us. Every year, we follow these fucking guys. We support them. And, man... What are we going to do, right? It's what we chose. It's the team we love, and look how they fuck us. And I'll tell you, you're right. Raider Greg, you're right. If these fucking guys keep this shit up, there'll be seagulls in the fucking stands. There won't be no fans going to that fucking game. And I'm going to tell you something. NFL Network showing the fucking Seahawks game live Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, which is 7 out there with you guys, where I fucking belong on the West Coast. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to watch that fucking game. And if there's any kind of fucking indication that these guys fucking play again like that, we're fucking done. 
we're done. We're going to have a fucking 5-11 and 11 season or maybe even 4-12. and fucking 12. The shit they do and, how they, and what they put us through is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, man. And I feel for you brothers, man. You spend your hard money. You just go out there. You just travel. You just go to different states. You fucking stay in hotels. You just fucking support. Hey, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't waste my fucking hard-earned money doing that shit. I just wouldn't fucking do it. I'd rather watch it on fucking television, like you said in your podcast, Raider Greg. At least we'd be able to change the fucking channel. I'd rather do it like that, brother. Keep my fucking pennies in my pocket, brother, because they're not, they're not worth going to see life. They're not worth it. Until they stop winning, until they stop changing their fucking mentality, their whole fucking perception of what the fuck they're supposed to be doing, I would not fucking spend a dollar to go see them fucking play live. I wouldn't do it. As much as I love them, I watch them on TV every fucking time. Never spend money to go see them fucking guys live. Never. Never. Until they stop winning. Until they fucking... That commitment to excellence shit that Al Davis is always preaching. When they start committing to excellence and winning fucking games, then I'll go to fucking games. Then I'll say, okay, let me, let me go out to L.A. and Oakland and let me go fucking support these guys. Let me go fucking to the black hole where it's Halloween every fucking Sunday and that motherfucker. Let me go to fucking black hole and chill out with the fellas and... Raider Greg and Raider Randy and cheer our team on. But until then, what are we going to do? And if we don't show it fucking Thursday night against fucking Seattle, man, up in Seattle, we're fucking done. We got the Giants on the fucking road. We got the fucking Cowboys on the road. We got the Steelers on the fucking road. We got all these fucking teams on the road, man. And I'm going to tell you something. We're going to lose every single fucking one of them. All those good teams I just mentioned, we're going to lose all. I guarantee you we're losing those three games. That's that. So just mark those three games as fucking losses. If we win any of those games, I'll be shocked. But I see them as losses. And it's fucking sad. But I love the show. You guys are the fucking greatest. Love you guys, man. You guys are the fucking shit. I will always support you guys. Hey, I feel for you, brother. I know your pain because I hear it, man. I I take the fucking hits, man. I take the hits just like you do, bro. Thank God I'm a fucking Lakers fan and my boys won the fucking championship again. At least I can celebrate something during the fucking year that one of my teams is a fucking world champion. You brother, stay up. Go Raiders, man. Yeah, man. You know, it's been a shitty preseason. And yes, uh, things don't look the best. But you know what? I disagree with you. Because even if we're losing... The Raider Nation at home at the Mecca in the black hole where it is Halloween every Sunday. <laughs> I love that. Is a place to be whole, man. There's nothing like it. Even if we lose, there's nothing like being there in person with the nation, giving it a good shot, giving it a try, being a good fan. I'm not saying you're a bad fan if you don't go. I'm just saying you got to go. You got to go. And you can't wait for them to be good because – the fans make the whole deal, man. I'm telling you right now. The Raider Nation at the Coliseum makes the game. It makes the game. And you always have that to lean on. The fans are the freaking bomb. So don't be afraid to spend your money. I encourage people to go there and see it. Because it's something to see, man. Ain't nothing like it anywhere ever. All right. Who's next? We have my good brother, Raider Frank. From Cologne, Germany, man. This guy lays it down, and he is Raider Nation. Hi, Raider Greg. This is Raider Frank from Cologne, Germany again. Yeah, you're absolutely right. My uh, assumption that the Raiders 
presented themselves as a good team <laughs> were not quite correct. But um, this was before the Saints game. Uh, I have to say that um, I have some mixed feelings about uh, the recent activities of the Raiders. First of all, I'm, I'm quite pissed off that they released two veterans now after Lorenzo Neal. The other guy was released and um, I'm, I'm not very m impressed by this move, but I'm quite impressed by the move that they acquired Richard Seymour from the Patriots, and I don't think they paid too much by giving them a first-round pick. He's a very good guy. He's a several-time Pro Bowl player, and I think this was a good, good move, and let's hope that this will bring the Raiders forward, but... Uh, to release Jeff Garcia. I don't know what I have to say about that. That's um, bullshit. Go Raiders. Yeah, well, you got the same questions everybody else has, Frank. I'm telling you, Raider Frank, uh, yeah, why'd Garcia go? I don't know. Probably money. Uh, you know, I, I think maybe the tackle acquisition was good uh, from the Patriots. I don't know about the value, but who knows? I hope he plays well. Uh, <laughs> and that is some bad shit. All right, man. Good call. All right. Who's next? We have a new caller. Raider JP from Cypress, California. What you got to say, brother? So Raider Nation, this is JP from Cypress, California. First time caller, long time listener. And, um, just looking forward to the Raiders Chargers game. I'm not as down as. I was a little bit after the Saints game. I think every team out there is having a bad day and a good day in preseason. And uh, I think we're uh, going to continue to have success because of our continuity with uh, offense. And um, the defense is not really the same as last year's, but as far as personnel, I think we're, we're going to be better than last year. And I just listened to uh, this asshole talk shit on the Raiders during a preseason game on the NFL Network. And I'd like to have you listen to it so you can see what this fucking asshole says. All right? More of those young players back and indoctrinated, isn't it? Well, big time here. I mean, if you get signed to the practice squad here, it's not like it's the Cincinnati Bengals. No, no. Yeah. Sorry if I take a shot there. Or the Oakland Raiders. If you're a team, say, week six, week seven, somebody goes down, you're looking to pick someone up. Fuck you, Scott Zolak. This motherfucker's a piece of shit. He's just a hater. And fuck him. So lots of props to you guys for what you guys are doing there. And I hope to see you at the Philadelphia Eagles uh, Raiders game. Hopefully we can meet and have a beer. And uh, I'll listen to your next podcast. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you have that optimism because we're all going to have to have that. And I'm, I believe we will. I just believe we will. And I believe as a nation, we got to stand together and hope our team does better, the defense improves. Uh, you know, we just have to make make that happen. We have to support our team, and that is it. And as far as this guy, it's just another one, man. That happens all the time. Every day across the sporting news, the Raiders get a little dig just like that. And you know what? Whatever. When we start to win, you can look at that guy, and you can send him a little email what do, you, what do you think about our team now? That's right. And you'll get a bunch of bullshit. 
All right. Who's next? We have a new caller. Skater Raider from Las Vegas. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Skater Raider coming out of Las Vegas. Uh, Brand new caller. Um, I just want to say I did not like what we saw when it came to the Saints and the Raiders. Oh, my goodness. The Raiders just fell apart. They did not even want to play. But I would like to say this. Um, I mean, besides that, the season looks good. Been watching a lot of ESPN and everything else. Even John Gruden, even Chucky. is a game of love to the Raiders. They know that we got the triple back, three-headed monster that we've been talking about. And, you know, we can run. We can run that ball. Run that ball hard. As long as we can do that and just keep the tempo, he can do that play-action fake. He can get down. He can do hard. You know what I'm saying? Get that fucking pass out to fucking Zach Miller. Once he gets that shit to Zach Miller, and even if, if Walker's cool, he can catch those passes too in the end zone for us. Is I like the rookies? I like Murphy. I do. Murphy's hard. Murphy's hard. But everything else, uh, Raider Greg, hey, I talked to you online. You're the man. And uh, hopefully one day I'll be able to meet you and the rest of the Raider fans. Love you, Raider Greg. Peace out. From us out here, who are we? Raiders. That's what we are. One love, Raider Greg. Skater Raider, out. Well, that's the Raider Nation right there. Being positive. You got to be positive about uh, our team and about our prospects of having a successful season. So I like I like it. I want to hear more of it. And then you got the little Raider fan in the background there, the young Raider. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Keep them coming. Who's next? We have Raider Darren in Utah, out in the desert. What's going on, partner? Hey, Greg. This is Darren in Utah. Haven't called this year yet to call last year, but uh, another uh, pathetic showing for us tonight. Uh, to me, a couple of those calls, the refs are clearly still against the Raiders. Um, second touchdown that they made, clearly offensive pushing to get free. Um just another pathetic showing. Uh, hopefully we can get it together and uh, our first teams can do a lot better on opening night. But anyway, we will see you opening night. I will come find you out at the tailgate. Talk to you later. All right, Darren. Come on, man. You got to stay positive. You can't be all negative. <laughs> As a good friend of mine would say, you can't be negative. You got to be positive. And it's good you're going to come to the the Mecca. You're going to come to the opening game. It's going to be a pate. And I'll give everybody directions on where Raider Greg's going to be opening day. And I want you all, all you guys to come out there and so we can have a beer. It'll be great fun. All right. Who's next? We have Raider Sid on the line. What you got to say, partner? Hey, what's up? This is Raider Sid from Moreno Valley. First of all, I'd like to say that we look like shit again. I know it's preseason and we've been hearing this all, all preseason. Uh, that doesn't matter, but uh, you know what? We're starting an offense. They can't get it going. It all starts with the offensive line, and they cannot protect the pocket. DeMarcus doesn't have the uh, pocket awareness and gets the ball swept out of his hands. I don't know how many times. Um, you can't get the ball to the receivers. It starts from the line. If you haven't got a good line, everything falls apart from there. 
but then you get the defense. Our defensive line sucks. They run on us. They pass on us. I don't care how good your cornerbacks are. If that quarterback is back there running and running and running, he's going to get the ball loose. So, you know, it's, it's our piece of shit offensive line and defensive line that needs to be shored up. And these guys have talent. You know, they, they've got talent. They've just lost it somewhere. They don't have confidence. They need to get their asses in gear. And Jamarcus needs to take charge of the fucking team. He needs to grab those motherfucking linemen by the face mask and kick them in the balls and tell them, you need to fucking get the job done or you get the fuck out of here. He doesn't look like a team leader. Garcia looks more like the starting quarterback than Russell does. Gradkowski looks more like a starting quarterback than Russell does. Russell's bringing in the big paycheck, but he's not doing shit. He needs to come into camp mean and lean. So far, he hasn't done shit. Yeah, he's improving, but he needs to step it up. Everyone on the Raider team, on both sides of the wall, needs to step it up. And you know who really needs to step up? Whoever the fuck is in charge of drafting. What the fuck? Come on. You know what? We do great in later rounds of the draft, but we make such huge mistakes in the first round. We're always going after these these talent players that we forget about our offensive and defensive line deficiency. I'm fucking pissed off. I want to beat the shit out of somebody. But I'm going to be mellow. I'm going to head up to Oakland this year a couple times, and I'm going to push as hard as I can. I'm behind the Raiders. I'm still sick and tired of fucking losing, though. It's pissing me off. Peace out. Well, you know what, man? You're right. But we got to be positive, like I said. You know, our team has a chance. It always has a chance. And we have the talent. We just have to get it together. If everything can come together, we can have a great season. We could at least have a decent season. I just want competition on the field. I don't want any blowouts. No blowouts would be my request. And Jamani's soft. He's just soft. He needs to toughen up, and he does need to get in the face of those linemen like Gannon used to get in everybody's face. We need a leader, and he better step up to the plate this season because, you know what, he can't play around anymore. I agree 100%. All right, who's next? We have my good brother, Ark Angel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Man, listen to this guy, man, because he has, he's laying it down right now, exactly how I see it. Um, You got to be positive, but listen to what he's got to say, man. Raider Nation, Ray Greg, Archangel. I decided to watch this uh, last preseason game of the Raiders against Seattle to see if these guys learn anything from the last game as far as showing in the heart. And right now it's uh, 31-7 in the fourth quarter. And from what I've seen for on this game, uh, they have not learned anything whatsoever. These guys are terrible. Jamarcus Russell, I said it last season, and I'm still saying it. The guy is soft. He's weak. He gets touched, and he falls down. And also, after looking at this game, uh, basically everybody said as far as preseason, everybody is not showing what they really got, that it's all vanilla. Well, I'm hoping when the season starts, that everything the Raiders show us showed us for preseason is not vanilla. It is ghosts as far as we definitely will not be seeing this same crap. If we do, Tom Cable will not last the whole season as the Raiders coach. I really truly believe that. We really need a coach like Mike Singletary who actually 
would get up there and get in those guys' face and curse them out, literally telling them that they're terrible, that they don't want to play. If they don't want to play, he'll get rid of them. These guys just doesn't have any heart. I'm sorry. So, Raider Nation, we have to wait and see uh, next Monday night. The good thing, I don't have to go to work uh, tomorrow. That's the only reason why I'm still up, still watching this crap on television. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Well, there you go, man. That kind of sums it up. You know, um, I just hope we have a different scheme, and I hope we come out a different team. And that's all I can hope for, and that's all we all can hope for. But I know what you're saying, and I feel you, man. I sure do. <laughs> okay, who's next? We have Nature Boy. This is what he got to say, man. Listen closely. Raider Nation, what is up? This is the Nature Boy. Woo! It's Raider Josh. What is up, guys? Calling in on Friday, the day after another embarrassing loss for the Raiders up in Seattle. The score indicates 21-31, to 31, but as we all know, it was way worse than that. Let's just start off with Jim Money there. One for one for four fucking yards. This is our starting quarterback going into the season. A guy who just got demolished by the Saints. And we have this turd go for one series for four fucking yards. This is not good. Not only did we get embarrassed yesterday, but also it was announced that the Raiders... Our ownership group of Al Davis is now the worst-ranked ownership group in all of the NFL. Out of the 32 teams, this is a sad day for the Raider Nation. We got demolished. Our team sucks. Our defense was exposed again. And our backup quarterbacks gave up three fumbles. So way to go, guys. Way to fucking nut it up for us fans who sit there and spend the fucking money to make sure you guys have your million-dollar homes. We're the fuckers that get tatted up with our Raider shit, showing our fucking dedication, and this is the shit that you put on the field. Fuck it sucks to be a Raider fan. I'm out. I got to disagree with you, my brother. It does not suck to be a Raider fan. It's awesome to be a Raider fan. I love being the underdog. It's okay with me. Someday it'll turn around and it'll be all in their face. Until then, man, you got to stand proud and be loud and be the Raider Nation. And yeah, paying the money for them tickets and getting beat to shit in the stadium, that's some bullshit. And it's hard to take. Let's just hope that we see some improvement this year and give everybody a little inspiration to buy some tickets next season. (laughs) Because you got to have some inspiration. Thank you, my brother. Who's next? We have my good brother, the Surface Raider. Hey, Raider Greg. It's the Surface Raider calling from England. And uh, I just want to let you know how my Raider Kool-Aid is tasting now we finish the preseason. Uh, we sucked in Seattle, but we were better than we were the week before. Having looked at the way things have gone in preseason, I think what it reveals is not that as a football team we are that bad. But actually, what we lack is any kind of strength in depth. Our starters haven't spent very long on the field at all. Um, while they have shown glimpses of a team that can achieve, I think when our starting running game gets going, and uh, they, they will generate some rhythm, they will generate some yards, and that's going to take the pressure off Jay Russ, whose numbers haven't actually been that bad. We'll have starting receivers on there. 
you know, we've got a good safe pair of hands at the tight end. He's going to be in there. And I think that the offence will start to fire. Um, coming out of Seattle, the defence were playing a lot better. We didn't get murdered on the floor the way we have been before. Um, and actually, I think we can, as I said months ago, I think we can go 8-8 eight and eight this year. I think that can happen. You know, if things go for us and we don't get too injured because we don't have the depth, I think we could go 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, Things are looking a lot brighter than they were a week ago, I think. Um, I can't wait for the first game now against San Diego. Um, you know, I think we might actually win. I think we might actually win. Let's wait and see. You know, when the guys get on the field and the gloves are off, we might win. Um, I'm going to be cheering for the team like hell. It's time to go properly. Um, keep up with the podcast. It's great to keep hearing it. And everybody else take heart because it's time to go. Go Raiders. I'm out. That's right. A nice positive attitude. We can win. We can win. We can win. And I believe we can win. You know, it's you still got that lump in your throat, but doggone it, the guys can do it. We have the talent. We have everything. We just need the heart. Like the Archangel said, we need to inject some heart in this team. That comes from leadership. That comes from Jamarcus. Let's hope that he does it. Let's hope that he's instilled with it somehow, some way. Thank you for the call, my brother. Who's next? We have the Pennsylvania Radar. What the fuck are we doing? I, we are imploding at the seams. I just heard that we cut Jeff Garcia. Why the fuck did we even sign him if we were just going to cut him? What are we doing? I'm absolutely in shock at this mind fuck of a team. I can't even, I can't even begin to fathom what we're doing. And everyone was talking, including myself, that we were going to win the ASC West this year. We're going to go 4-12. and 12. Once again, we fell for it again. We all fell for it. We believed what everyone was saying, how, we're, how we were going to turn the corner and we were going to be a great team. Well, Raider Nation, we fell for it again. Pennsylvania Raider, out. Yeah, brother, we fell for it again. Of course we did. We fell for it. We've been falling for it for 50 years. The thing about that is a lot of the time we were right. A lot of the time the team did well. We've been in a slump. You're right. But every season, there's the hope. There's the chance. There's a possibility that there could be some magic in the locker room, a bond, a team, an effort and a heart that can take the average team to the next level. And that's what we're hoping, man. That's what we got to hope for, Pre- regardless of preseason. I'm with you, man. I'm paranoid. But you got to be positive. you got to be positive. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Rada Mike from Gainesville, Florida. He's breaking it down. He's breaking it down. Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. A just saw the cuts made on the roster there. I was looking on Raiders.com, and uh, really no surprises. Only thing that I guess I thought Gary Russell would make the team. You know, I guess I thought somehow they'd probably try to squeeze him in at fullback or something. You know, he'd be a fullback slash halfback. But uh, I see he didn't make it. Uh, I'm glad we kept Rankin. I mean, Rankin is a good running back. I know we have four running backs, but. I wanted to keep ranking, actually, and see if we could maybe trade Huggy or Fargus, you know, somewhere uh, and maybe get, like, a D-tackle or something, I don't know, or some D-lineman maybe for Huggy out there. But uh, I guess we're going to go four running backs, two fullbacks, so we'll have six backs total. Um, well, I guess the biggest shock, 
is Jeff Garcia. If you look at Gratkowski and Charlie Fry, they, you know, they outplayed him. Uh, I know Garcia was injured, but uh, he basically got kind of behind the eight ball by, you know, being injured, and they got more reps than him, so and they got better. So, um, so it looks like we're gonna have Charlie Fry, Gradkowski backing up Jamarcus. A little scared about that because Garcia is more of a leader. Um, the ones that I'm glad they got rid of, you know, Terdell Sands and Justin Miller. I am glad because he sucks. I mean, he that last preseason game, he can't cover a wet blanket. I mean, that dude is horrible. I mean, he, he's, he's all he is a punt return. He got killed, and they lit him up in that Seattle game. So I'm glad he was on there. A um, little disappointed about Ryan Bichetti. I thought he was not too bad, but I guess, I don't know, well, maybe we'll probably bring him back maybe if, if um, you know, if one of our tackles get hurt. But I thought he was okay, you know, a pretty decent run stopper. But I guess another one, too, I guess, is uh, Slade Norris, our draft pick. But maybe they'll put him on the practice squad. Um, I like that guy, Michael Hawkins, but I see he got waived, injured, so he didn't get injured that last game, but I thought he was pretty decent. Remember, Sharp Baker, who we had last year, just could never get on the field. He got hurt like the first preseason game when he came back with us and just couldn't get on the field. had a stinger and all that, so um, I understand that cutting away. And then another one is Jonathan Hollison was a kind of a surprise because he played pretty good. Um, you know, he was the only one that made that catch to prevent that shutout we had with the Saints. And then he made some nice catches in that game against Seattle. So I thought that he would make it over Todd Watkins, but it looked like Watkins beat him out. I don't know. Maybe they'll put Holland back on the practice squad. I forgot how many games that you can play So and before you you have to be on the roster. So maybe he they're going to do that with him. I uh, see my boy Grayson Gunheim didn't make it. Um, that's not really shocking because he didn't do well in preseason. I know he played well in that Tampa game, but I don't know what happened to him in preseason. But uh, everybody else is not really surprised, you know. I'm pretty much happy with who we kept around for the 53-man roster. I'm glad we did keep, you know, Lewis Rankin around. That was my big concern. Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Um, Go Raiders and hopefully win this uh, opener on uh, Monday night. Peace. Man, Raider Mike, you're a pretty sharp dude because uh, before you – actually, you didn't know that they made the cuts, of course, but you didn't know who they were going to bring back for the practice squad. And everybody you named that we should have kept is back on the practice squad. So that's pretty good. You did pretty good, man. That is that is some football knowledge right there. Uh, good phone call, brother. Thanks for the call. All right, who's next? We have the Virginia Raider. What you got to say, brother? What's up, Raider Nation? It's the Virginia Raider. Uh, just had some breaking news come across the wire. Adam Schefter is reporting that Oakland traded their 2011 first-round pick for Richard Seymour of the Patriots. Uh, I'm just a little bit confused. I don't, I don't know why if they're going to trade the first-round pick, they wouldn't get a big, a big guy like Will Fork and and another defensive player or an offensive player. Or something like that. Um, just somebody to put in the middle to clog the middle up because we've got Trevor Scott and Ellis on the end, um, speed rushers, and uh, we need a big man in the middle. Other than that, just a little surprised that we cut Garcia yesterday. Um, I know I've been reading we might cut him, but um, just don't understand that at all. Uh, 
Bruce Gradkowski and Charlie Fry, they don't have anything on Garcia, no matter if Garcia didn't play any of this preseason. I don't care. They're just nowhere near as good as Garcia. And uh, just like the rest of us, I was feeling really good about having a backup quarterback, Jay Russ, but I guess they're putting all their putting all their uh, their coins into one little area, um, and that would definitely be Jamarcus. Um, I don't understand it. I don't completely understand the Seymour trade. Um, I think we made ourselves better, but um, at what cost? That's my question, at what cost? Um, that's all I got this week, guys. Peace. Much wisdom, much wisdom. Garcia, I think they cut him for the money. They cut him because they could get the other two guys cheaper. Simple, simple mathematics had nothing to do with talent. They knew where they were going to go with Jamarcus, and that's the most expensive quarterback on the list, so let's get rid of him, and that was it. Nothing about backup. They don't care about backup. Um, <laughs> this, uh, Gradkowski, you know, how many turnovers in preseason? Please. And, yes, Richard Seymour, let's just hope it pans out to be something, a great genius move. That's all we can hope for. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Doha from the Middle East. Long way to go, brother. What you got to say? What's up, Raider Greg? It's Raider Doha, a.k.a. Raider Mike, checking in from the Middle East again. Just found out today that we uh, we picked up Richard Seymour. Now, I don't know if Richard Seymour... Is the answer to all our prayers in Raider Nation. But I will say this. It's about fucking time that we picked up a big name that can help us in the run defense. I think he's going to do out fucking standing. But one thing I want to bitch about for my brethren in Raider Nation, shut the fuck up and stop bitching, man. At least somebody's listening to us. We've been bitching for fucking years about our run defense. And... Somebody has finally listened to us and got a big name, five-time pro bowler, and I still hear people out there bitching because he's not signed to a long-term deal. Come on, give me a fucking break. Way to go, Mr. Davis. Way to go, Raider Nation. Stay on board. Stay with us. The Raider Nation is strong. Peace out. Love to y'all. Bye. That's right. We got the Raider Doha, a.k.a. Raider Mike. In the Middle East, talking about being positive and seeing the positive in the Seymour trade. Yes, he is a pro bowler, and I think they'll get him to a three-year, $5 million a year contract, if I'm not mistaken, and that should keep him happy. Let's just hope that he calms down and realizes he should be hating Bill Belichick and the Patriot Rats, not the Oakland Raiders. we got to have him fall in love with the crowd, man. I think he'll love us as soon as he gets to Oakland. All right, thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have a new caller from Mexico City. That's right. Right from Mexico City, we have Senor Radar. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Senor Raider calling from Mexico City. I've been a Raider fan since 1970, so I've got my shares of wins and losses. I really like the podcast. It's a killer. Uh, this is my first call to the bone line, and I will make it relevant to the recent events. The thing is that, uh, regarding the Richard Seymour uh, trade with the Patriots, 
Uh, I'd rather have a proven player, a winner like he is, with some left in the tank than a number one draft pick. And at least with, with, with my team, the Raiders, uh, let me explain why. The reason is because history has proved that we just do not know how to pick number ones. We have a bad eye for talent and we cannot develop them. There are a few exceptions like Namdi and Marcus and so on and so forth. But, but here's a list of the number one picks that we have wasted, at least in number one value. They didn't live up to expectations. Huff, Tibbin Washington, Gallery, Tyler Brayton. That year we had two number ones. Buchanan and Harris. That year also we had two number ones. Derek Gibson, Matt Stinchcomb, Mo Collins, Ricky Dudley, uh, Ralph Fredrickson, Patrick Bates, and Todd Marinovich. Wow. Talk about a long list of number ones that were not worth a number one. So again, with the Raiders, give me a perfect player like Seymour. Also, it seems to me that Al and the Raiders, when they were winning, well, we had to pick at uh, the end of a, a number one round, at the late, uh, the late uh, section of the round, uh, and we did a lot better. We, you know, we were today's Patriots in getting value. Just look at whom we picked in those years. Um, we had Steve Wisniewski, Tim Brown, Terry McDaniel, Sean Jones, Don Mosbar, Marcus Allen, Kurt Marsh, and just to name a few. Sometimes we didn't have a number one because we traded it for a good player, just like today. Just win today, baby. Now let's go kick some chartless butt. Go Raiders! Well, Senior Raider, make a good point, man. Uh, yeah, we've, we've drafted very poorly in the first round for a long time. I could go on the list too, but it makes me nauseous to even think about it. But, you know, the Todd Murnovich syndrome must end sometime. And uh, I think... With this pick right here, we picked up Seymour. I hope he does a great job. Our defense needs it, and we got to kick some ass on the Chargers. On Monday night, on a national audience, we better. That's all I got to say. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. Raider Greg, this is Raider Jaime. I am shocked. I am happy. I'm surprised. We got Richard Seymour from the Patriots. We get rid of Turdell San and get Richard Seymour. I think my prayers so far have been answered. I'm out. Yeah, your prayers are answered, Pada. We got a run stopper. So maybe the defense can come back. Raider Jaime, ever the positive Raider Nation. All right, man, who's next? We got Raider Jeff from Orlando. We got some Raider Jeff with some Raider love. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. Hey, I wanted to say uh, I'm excited about the up-and-coming game on Monday night. want to just address a few things real quick. I know many in the nation are a little bit disappointed that Jeff Garcia is gone. But I, for one, am glad because, as I said early on, if Garcia was a starter on this team, that would be a step backward. And now without him there, the team, uh, ownership, coach, showing commitment to Russell, and we move forward. We move forward with what we've got. It's that simple. There's a lot of good youth on the team, and uh, things are looking good. Now, Richard Seymour. If he gets here, when he gets here, that's going to be a good plus for us on the edges coming in. I think it'll relieve uh, some of the pressure that has been going on with the double teams inside on 
on our defensive tackles. One other thing I want to say real quick. Angela Hall opening up his big mouth or her big mouth up in Washington. I cannot wait until we play Washington so we can make that guy look like the damn fool that he was when he was here in Oakland and that he is now. See you, Raider Nation. Yeah, man. We could do it. It looks good. We could do something, you know. We needed a run stopper. Who who knows? Maybe they'll place him in the middle. Um, maybe we'll work a 3-4. I don't know. Whatever. But we, we could certainly use this guy, and I hope he brings his 110% effort if you know what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have Uptown Radar. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Uptown Raider. Just calling about the trade. Raiders gave up first-round pick to the Patriots for Richard Seymour. I don't know. I'm, I'm real confused about this. First-round pick. It's not like we're going to draft anyone. That first round pick, you know, we might, if we kept the first round pick, we might select the 17th best defensive tackler or something like that in the draft. But I hope he steps up and he becomes a beast. He only has one year left in his contract. He might leave us after we don't do any good. But another reason why I'm calling is because there's a lot of free agents out there that could help us. And I know Levi Jones. Free agent tackle better than any offensive lineman on our squad right now. We need to pick him up with the quickness. Also, uh, we need to uh, do something about our uh, outside linebacker, uh, other side of uh, Tom Howard. I think Derek Brooks would be a good uh, addition if we just picked him up because, you know, he's a proven veteran and stuff, and he could do real good for us. Another one is Brian Russell. He's a safety. I know he could do a real good job if we added him. He's a proven starter. Uh, he did real good a couple years back with the Vikings. I don't know why Seattle released him, but I think he could really help us. Uh, other than that, go Raiders. I hope I don't commit suicide this year. Kind of looks like I might, but I'll see you, Raider Nation. Well, you know some good free agents out there. I've thought about throwing some names out too, but really – I've given up on throwing those names out because although there are good people out there to pick, it just doesn't seem at this time of the year the Raiders are doing it. They're not going to do it. No, they made this momentous trade for Seymour, and that's it. So uh, no Harry Carey, brother. Stay away from the edge. Stay away from sharp objects. Everything's going to be fine. Just have some faith in the Raiders and the Raider Nation, and uh, just keep keep in tune and watch this team grow, man, because we got places to go. That's what I'm saying. All right. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have my very good brother from Chico, Raider Mike. What you got to say, brother? Raider Craig, this is Raider Mike. Hey, you bring that paper bag to the game on Monday night. I have a feeling you can automatically jinx the game, man. Don't bring that stupid paper bag with you to the game, all right? Raider fans don't put paper bags on their head, all right? Raider fans stand tall and uh, take their licks when they have to. And you know what? I guess we're taking our licks now. We've dominated the football world for a long time. And, uh, you know, our turn will be 
soon again. Don't know if it's this year. Don't know if it's next year. Really don't know when that may be. Hopefully it's soon. Getting tired of waiting. But keep your head up, later, Greg. Hey, man, you're bringing me down, dude. I'm going to have to start wearing a paper bag on my head watching the game at home because, uh, you know, I'm not going to spend any money on season tickets anymore. I'm going to be saving some cash. Anyway, keep your head up, bro. The same with the rest of the Raider Nation. Keep your head up. We just picked up Seymour today. I think he's going to be uh, a great addition. I think he's going to help stop the run or at least slow it down a little bit. Maybe not completely re- resolve the problem, but he's going to help us get some momentum in the right direction and kind of show the rest of the organization what's important. That's to stop the run. It should always be the number one priority in the NFL. Stop the effing run. Anyway, this is Vader Mike. Peace. <laughs> I know, man, the paper bag. I'm not going to bring a paper bag. You know better than that. And if you do put a paper bag on in your living room watching the game, I want a picture. I want a picture of your paper bag. <laughs> uh, I know we got to be positive. I'm hoping Seymour can bring it. And uh, we have some improvement on the defensive side of the ball because we're going to need it. We're going to need it until, until our offense can start uh, getting into a rhythm. And we'll need it big time Monday night, so I hope he shows up. Thanks for the call, brother. Always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, buying those tickets is a lot of money. You know, Mike. I know you do, brother. Be safe and get your ass to a game anyhow. I'll talk to you later. Who's next? We have the Double X Raider. What you got to say, brother? I'm sorry. I was trying to get the Raider Suicide Hotline. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Hey, this is the Double X Raider calling from Georgia, man. I'm calling to spit out a few words here on what went down this week on the Richard Seymour deal. Now, if the clown, if this guy does not want to come down and play for the Raiders, then let's just go ahead and rescind that trade because I think we paid too much anyway. A first-round pick in 2011 when the possibility of a different salary cap is going to be in place, uh, that could turn out to be a very valuable pick, especially in the economy. If they reduce the amount of money these rookies can get starting out, that could be a a very, very valuable pick. So I think we need to fix that or just rescind the trade, which would would fix that. Um, Also, on a slightly different note, I guess the light bulb finally came on that we can't stop the run. I mean, it was a it was a shock to me that we couldn't stop the run. I don't think anybody else knew that we couldn't stop the run. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, man, but I'm glad they finally realized that. I think it's time late, though, and I guess that goes to you know having just basic cable, man. We need some we need some DSL. Me and we we may have to get some satellite or something, man, to to, to get this stuff figured out earlier in the game. Because right now I think we're way behind the eight ball. If we just realized that, you know what, we don't have the personnel to stop the run. You know, and, and we finally got rid of, you know, Turdale Sands, got rid of his sorry ass. But once again, time late because we just paid that clown a $1.9 million roster bonus when we could have got rid of his fat ass, you know, six months ago and picked up a good a good defensive tackle, you know, or a good end or somebody, you know, more capable in the run in the run-stopping category because he only had that one good year where he was a beast, man, and then all of a sudden we paid him, and he's like, he got fat, dumb, and happy, man. 
season. So that that sucks, man, in, in that aspect. But maybe, you know, we can pull one of these guys that got released because there, there was a few good defensive tackles and uh, defensive ends that got released. You know, they didn't, no names, but, you know, much better probably than what we were dealing with. You know, we were dealing with a bunch of lazy asses that, you know, it was collecting money. But once again, on that Seymour deal, man, if he uh, if he doesn't want to come to Oakland, man, let's set his ass back home. Because the bad thing about that Seymour deal, and I'll be off, I'll be out of here, is that uh, he's on the last year of his contract. He's gonna want big money. I don't even know if we have any more big money to give out because we've been giving out big money to just about everybody that came on board. And if we can't resign the guy, and, we, and he does say come over to Oakland, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. So we're gonna give up a first round pick in 2011. For a guy to play 16 games, you know, if we get lucky, you know, we go to the playoffs. But for 16 games, then he's going to be out of Oakland. I don't see how that's a good deal. And I don't see him being the guy that's going to come in and totally revamp that defense and make us, you know, a run stopper. One guy is not going to do that. Now, he would help, but he's definitely not going to be able to shut down the run. Hopefully, uh, you know, we can make a move, even if it's not for Seymour, but for somebody else. Even if it's a rookie, man, you know, get somebody that's hungry, somebody that wants to play. And then, uh, you know, I think we'll be okay. But other than that, man, ready, Greg, ready, Nation. I'm, I'm excited about uh, Monday Night Football. I hope our boys don't disappoint us because uh, I'll be in Philly watching the game with somebody on a road trip. But I'm going to be there, you know, in the silver and black, man, representing. And uh, I may have to kick some ass up in there, but that's all right, too. But I'll uh, I'll be cheering for the silver and black. Uh, go, ready, Nation. Keep it up, ready, Greg. Peace. That's some football knowledge right there. That's football wisdom because I'll tell you, I feel the same way. I just don't understand this trade. Daily dollar short of all the players we could pick up from the 32 teams. There's got to be some other players at defensive tackle, uh, defensive line that are available that can do this job cheaper. And we certainly don't have to give up that first round pick. But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, let's just hope it doesn't turn into a Cirque du Soleil. Clowns flying around, and more banter for the mainstream media to bash the Raiders. Thanks for the call, brother. Good take. We have a new caller. That's the USMC. Raider. Raider. What you got to say, brother? Raider Randy, Raider Greg. Hey, love your show. Exceptional podcast. Love what you have to say. This is the USMC Raider Raider. I have one thing to say to our team. It is time to man the fuck up and show that you deserve to be adorned with the silver and black. Get out there, be men, play the game like men, like professionals. Do as we do and step up to the challenge. Semper Fi, brother. That's right. Man up. Play some football. It's all about the courage. It's all about the commitment. That's what the Marine Corps is all about, man. Did you hear it in that cat? Did you hear it in the Raider Raider? You better believe it, man. They live it. When he talks about adorning with the silver and black, that's Marine Corps, brother. All right. Stay safe, my brother. Who's next? We have the Dark Shadow. What you got to say, Shadow? This is the Dark Shadows from Amarillo, Texas. Last week, I called in. I gave my opinion. 
hoping that we had trade for a defensive tackle. Well, it looks like the news hit the wire. We're getting a defensive end, Richard Seymour. I'm happy about it. I'm real happy about it. And now, my next prediction, we should kick some ass on the Chargers. Well, there you go. Hopefully, that is the last piece that makes this thing rock. And I mean rock-solid defense. That's what I'm talking about. A solid line that can keep keep from getting penetrated like Swiss cheese. That's what we need, and I hope it fills the bill. Thanks for the call, brother. We have one final caller, and this final caller is a very special guest. I want you to pay very close attention because she has something to say to her boyfriend. Randy, I think we need the music right now, and you know what I'm talking about, brother. I'm Tila Tequila, and I am a Raider fan now. I hope y'all kick the Chargers' asses. Tequila! Well, Raider Nation, that is the Raider Nation podcast for the pregame for the boltless, nutless, chargeless Chargers. And all the other news for this week, and guess what? We will be back next week with, I hope and pray, a great show filled with positives, filled with victory, filled with laughter, and everything good. That's what I'm talking about. So until then, man, get your ass to the Coliseum for this opening game. I'm telling you right now, Nation, if you can make it, if you can get a ticket, if you can put your voice and your ass in a seat to support our team, The roar of the Coliseum might bring back, like I said, legends of the past. To just bring up the volume will help our team tremendously. So get a ticket, get there, be there, and it's a hell of a party anyway. Until next week, this is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.